On today's Family Chatters, new Harriet gets mad at Carl. We see how many phallic symbols we can find. Plus, psychic medium Angelo D'Angelo is here with some very unique talents. All that and more is happening in the next three seconds. Three, two, one. Ka-choo. Bigger love of the family. Hi, everybody out there, and welcome to the show, Family Chatters. I am your host, Chris McCarthy, once again here to bring you all of the latest and greatest on Family Matters Season 9. A lot of news happening with Family Matters Season 9 here, 16 years after it went off the air. Uh, that was the theme song to Family Chatters by JulianMorena.com. Uh, his website is Facebook.com slash AJulianMorena.com. I've been going to Julian Morena the whole time. Have you really? I have. Oh, see, that's what I was afraid of. Yeah. I was afraid. I'd been pronouncing the man's name wrong, the poor guy. Uh, and he corrected me finally, and I corrected it, but it might be too late. Sorry, Julian. <laughs> um, so this uh, episode of Fam Chat, uh, the episode number, I guess, is somewhat up for debate. It's either 16 or 17, because I, like I did like a half an episode at some point. So I don't know what to call it. But hopefully it's like 16 or 17 of 3,000. So it wouldn't matter at that point. And then I'll do this show for like 50 years, hand off the reins to Jimmy Fallon. 50, <laughs> 50 you think I'll be interested at that point? <laughs> well, 50 years from now, how old will I be? 80. Mm. Yeah. He'll probably so how, still be alive. So how old will he be? Jimmy Fallon at that point, like oh, 92, 92, 93. He'll be dead. You think he'll be dead? Yeah. What, what age do you think Jimmy Fallon will die? If I was a fortune teller, which I am. Oh, you are good. Yes. Luckily, by the way, you are Kathleen Harrington. Oh, I am. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. And then the other guy here, not that you're a guy. The other person who is a guy <laughs> is Rob Haddon. Hello. Hi, welcome. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, also, we're recording this on, uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, it is National, International, I should say, Podcast Day. Oh my God. That's true. I feel so privileged. Yeah, so what are you guys doing to celebrate? Being this? Oh, you're being on a podcast. Are we, are podcast. we international? Are we global? We are global, yes. That's exciting. Every once in a while, this is true, every once in a while I, I could see like where people are listening uh-huh. and there's like a random town in China not a big one, not like Beijing. Yeah. Like a random town in China will listen to like every episode. Someone trying to steal your identity. Hackers. And then later in the show, we're going to be hearing from a special guest, psychic medium, Angelo D'Angelo will be here. D'Angelo? Uh, yes. Like the R&B performer? No, I was thinking well, he heir to the sub shop. Well, we can, you guys, we can ask him all these questions when he gets okay. here. I can't wait. I, hope. I should mention though, I have uh, kind of a hard out at some point, I have to go water my lawn. So Ooh. I'm, you know, okay. if he hasn't gotten here by then, I'm just going to leave and go water my lawn. So you're going to get hard and then go water. Excuse your... me. Oh, I, I think I. Okay, never mind. Have you never heard the expression "hard out"? Has no one? Am I the only one who says that? Hard, hard on. Hard. No, I just heard hard. <laughs> Every time you hear the word "hard," you just think of. I just focus on boners that, and that's yeah. it. Okay. A hard stop. A hard out sounds like you're hard and your dick is out. All right. I am In going... In front of children, probably. Hey, take it easy. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is a kid's <laughs> show. <laughs> so I don't want the children listening, of whom there are many, to think that it's just all about boners and stuff. I mean, it's, it's weird that you, when you were at work at the, um, at the preschool that you work at, yes. you say, hey, I have a hard out. 
Should I not say that in front of the kids? Not in front of the parents, no. at least. Okay. It's certainly not in front of the one Chinese child that follows you from not Beijing. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, I don't actually work at a preschool, by the way. Let's clarify. And I oh. don't talk about boners in front of preschoolers, even if I did. Uh-huh. Anymore, uh, due to the restraining order. Well, yes, I was fired. Oh, so anyways, you're leaving. So anyways, I have a, I have a very <laughs> hard erect boner later. <laughs> And I will need to leave at some point. So just keep that in, in mind anyways. Okay. We're here to talk about uh, Family Matters Season 9, Episode 15, Episode 207 of the series. It is called Crazier for You. It is a sequel to the last one, which was a to-be-continued. It was called Crazy for You. So obviously, the next one has to be even crazier. Uh, so that's what we just watched. Here's a synopsis. Urkel finds out that Myra has been using his glasses to spy on him. Meanwhile, Harriet finds out that her engagement ring was originally intended for another woman that Carl used to date. So let's talk about it, guys. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the Urkel-Laura storyline. It begins, uh, like a lot of episodes begin, it begins in the li- li- living room. The living room. Is that how you say that? Living room. The living room. The room in which you live your life. Okay, good. Right. Uh, so it begins there. Um, Steve is sitting in his house. Laura comes in with a brand new dress that she bought for their date because they have a date. Last time, by the way, I guess I should do a recap. Yeah. Last time, the uh, Steve asked Laura on a date. She said yes, but Myra was spying on him through his own eyeglasses. She has a uh, secret lair in her house where she has a whole secret room and where she could see uh, live footage of Steve Urkel's life through his glasses from her house, and he has no idea that it's there. Uh, then Steve shows up at Myra's house a little later. Myra is spying on him as he as he arrives. Uh, she uh, quickly shuts her her secret door, and and Steve comes in. They have a little conversation. She leaves. Myra leaves at some point to uh, go get her grandmother out of a girdle. Yeah, and, I missed uh, that part. When and we were you watching. so you missed that part. Uh, you weren't paying attention for a very quick second when she said, I'm going to help my grandmother out for a girdle. Uh, when she eventually comes back in, she goes, wow, granny shot out of that girdle like a bottle rocket. And you thought she was referring to pooping. Yeah, I thought she had one of those little nugs where you sit down and uh, you push a little hard and uh, the thing shoots out of there like a bottle rocket. You get a little splashback. That's what I thought happened. There's only one reason why you need to get out of a girdle real quick. What is that? To have explosive diarrhea. Oh, so you think the grandmother got out of the girdle like a bottle rocket that had diarrhea like a bottle rocket. Yeah. Heard it here first, folks, on Poop Talk. Um, Can we talk about this whole, like, Steve, Myra thing, by the way? Yeah, I thought that's what we were doing. Steve, Myra, Laura thing. Let's do that. Oh, sure, yeah. So what I'm most confused about, though, is Mm -hmm. uh, Myra is, is quite attractive, Mm, right? Yes, we discussed this. Yeah, we discussed this. Well, we discussed this off the air. Yeah. It was oh, discussed yeah. before. So she's. It was an off the record discussion. But it was. And now, okay, so you want to keep it off the record. We don't want to talk about the, everything we said. We just want no. to say that she's more attractive. We don't yeah. want to describe her physical appearance. That's degrading. That we went into great detail about. Right. Salacious detail. Let's, let's just get out there and say it. She has ginormous boobs. And yeah. they be perky. They do be perky. They start yeah, they, high. They start high. Where do they end? Not low. Great. Right. That's when I, when someone says to me, describe your ideal woman, I say, I'll tell you this much. She's got boobs that start high and end not low. <laughs> if you catch my drift. Oh. So she's hot. 
<laughs> he's trying to leave her. I don't get it. I, I just want to well, stay yeah. the record. I don't well, get it. well, you know why he's trying to leave her? Because she's fucking insane. She is legitimately insane. Should be committed. Yeah. Look, if there's one thing men don't like, it's a woman that likes them back. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're very insightful today, Kathleen. I like this. Keep this going. Mm-hmm. So she has this whole secret lair built so she can spy on him. He discovers it in this scene. She goes to help her grandma's shit. <laughs> And uh, and when she comes back, he has found this remote control and he goes, what is this uh, remote control sitting here? Which you would never say if you were in someone's house and you saw a remote control, you wouldn't go. I wonder what this does and no, hit the button, pick it up and maybe look at it. Would you really do that if you came to my house and you had never been here? And I saw and a weird remote on your table. I didn't even think it looked that weird. It looked like just a remote. I might pick it up. I might look at it, but I wouldn't talk out loud to myself. Well, no, for the audience to hear. Right. <laughs> That's what Steve does. And he hits the button and it exposes the whole secret thing that she has going on. And he, he finds out she's been spying on him through his own goddamn eyeglasses. The next scene, we're on Steve and Laura's date now. And they're at the, this restaurant's fancy restaurant where they always go in every scene of the show where they're at a restaurant. And it's not a very nice restaurant, I don't think. No. Kathleen, if you were on a date, someone took you to this restaurant. Would you feel happy about that? No, I'd be like... I might as well be eating out of a fucking dumpster. Wow. It's probably called Shay something because in every TV show, when any woman gets taken on a date, the restaurant is called Shay something or other. Shay? Oh, Shea. Like, like chef. Yeah. Like a fancy way of saying oh. chef, but it was yeah. called Amore. Shay. It was it's called Amore. Shay Amore. Shay Amore. Oh, Shay yeah. Amore. Chef yeah. of love. How many yeah. times could we say that? Shay Amore. Shay Amore. I could say that till I fucking die. I don't let's, know. Let's test that out. Yeah. Go ahead. Shay Amore. Shay. Oh, no, I'm done. Okay. That's what I figured, actually. Yeah. He plus uh, the world record, though. That was good. Mm. I, that might be the world record. I don't even know if that's a real thing that we just said. So they were considering what to order for dinner. And, uh, and Laura says, don't order too much. I want to save room for dessert. And he goes, what's for dessert? And she goes, Kathleen. Your lips. Uh, she, she does. She says, your lips, Steve, are my dessert. I'm going to eat your face. And, uh, and he, he verbatim. Yeah. Uh, he interprets this as a kiss, which I guess is more normal. Instead of a cannibal, cannibalism, which is what she was implying. Yeah, she was clearly mm-hmm. implying that she was going right. to eat Start with the lips face. and then all the way down. Yeah, she's a zombie. I think mm-hmm. that's well established in the canon of the series. Uh, so <laughs> it's she, Family Matters canon. Yes, it is. Good. Uh, and he, he gets so uh, he gets so hot from this. <laughs> it's quite warm in the pants. A lot of blood flow to his yeah, dick. Warm. Yeah, he gets a heart out. And, uh, and he throws a breadstick uncontrollably. He's holding a breadstick. She goes, I want to kiss you. And he throws it across. That the was room. a phallic symbol. Oh, right. Very nice. Kathleen. You're I welcome. seem to remember on the last episode you were on, you pointed out a lot of phallic symbols as well. I'm really good at, at uh, symbolic references. Yeah. That's, or, that was my majoring in college. You majored in phallic symbols. Yeah. Only yes. phallic. Uh, well, phallic symbolism mostly. Yeah. So what does him munching on a breadstick prior to that resemble? I, I think I have an answer. But All I'll right, you... guys. I mean, it's it's a it's clearly like a symbol of his own penis, but he's munching on it to show how anxious he is about the fact that Laura wants to be on him. Mm-hmm. 
like so a nervous he, tick. It's yeah, like nail biting yeah, for some. It's, it's like dick he's got this thing in his hand that looks like a penis, but he's also munching on it. So it's like anxiety coupled with. I think the fact that he wants to eat a penis. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Myra was a secret tranny. Oh, and now we're getting somewhere. All right. Now we're getting into real symbolism. So are we saying that Failing Matters is the mo- is the, the first, the original transparent? I guess the trans girlfriend. It should have, this whole entire series should have been called Trans Girlfriend, yes. <laughs> so what happens next, guys? Myra enters the restaurant. No. Yes. Dressed exactly like Laura. Tits and all. Tits and all. She did not leave her tits at home. She no. brought them with her to the restaurant. She sure did. She is dressed just like Laura, and she sits down at their table and pretends to like be Laura. This is what I'm talking about, committing this person to an insane asylum. Why would this ever work? So she basically goes, uh, Steve is like, please, Myra, you have to leave me the fuck alone. This is getting out of control. Laura actually, what she does is she kills her with kindness. She goes, Myra, I think I know what's going on here. You love Steve. Steve loves me. What you need is someone who loves you as much as Steve loves me. Steve loves me <laughs> and you love Steve. She, she paints a picture Combined. for her. Yeah. Added together. And, and Myra goes, oh, you know what? You're right. And she leaves. She goes, I'll leave. I'll leave you guys alone now. But here's my watch. Take my watch, Laura. I'm giving this to you as a gift. And we should know if we all know Myra, she's fucking crazy. This is probably a trap. But Laura falls for it. She takes the watch. Five seconds later, Myra comes in with a police officer and says, this woman stole my watch. And uh, we all kind of saw that coming. Uh, but what's weird is that the cop, like Laura's dad is the captain of the police force. Now he's the captain now, as we have established. Uh, and, and what is she like? Are they really going to arrest her? I don't know. Did you see the end of the episode? Cause they did answer. Yeah. Yes, they are. They did arrest her. They, they it did. ends with a dragnet type of situation. Yeah. Cause apparently you can go up to anyone on the street and be like that person stole my bracelet. And then the cops have to arrest them. Yes. On site. So what happens actually is she gets arrested. The end of the episode is her getting a mugshot taken Laura. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they also, and they literally do the dragnet thing. They have the dragnet music, the narrator. And he says, Laura was arrested for stealing a watch. And then they cut to Myra getting her mugshot taken. They say that she was arrested. Uh, attacking Laura. Oh, for attacking she Laura. attacked Laura, yeah. Uh, and then they perform a search of her house, they say, and they find illegal surveillance equipment. They don't even search her house. They search her grandmother's home. Right. Why would, yeah. Well, if you get arrested for assaulting someone on the street or in a restaurant, do they automatically search your home? I don't think they can do that. This is pre-9-11 too. Like, they can't not do that. They can't not do that. They can't, they can't not do that. Never. That's very confusing. Kathleen, weigh in on this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's how the episode ends, but we didn't even talk no, about they, they do Steve too. They take his mugshot just because he wanted to be there. Steve wanted to have his taxpayer dollars apparently have can go toward just Polaroids of anybody. Yep. Clinton's America. Oh, God damn it. Uh, the other storyline, which we will get to right now, is that uh, it, if you remember last time, Harriet Winslow, uh, that we all know and love, is gone. She's left the show. Who has replaced her is new Harriet. This is as the I most important part to me. Okay. Personally. Personally. Yes. Why? I just can't believe that it happened at all. Like 9-11? Yeah. 
Are we still talking about 9-11? I never got off it. I thought I'm we were feeling like on, I but... wasn't expecting this, but I'm feeling extremely emotional about the replacement. Of you're actually your tears are streaming down yes. your face. I'm sorry. I'm wow. I, I just can't believe that they just moved on without her. They did. That's exactly what it. they did. They replaced her like she was replaceable and um, like a stale like Panera throws out their stale bread at Panera? the end of the day. Oh, okay. That's how they disposed of Harriet Winslow. So you're saying they should have, instead of throwing it out, given her to the homeless? <sighs> so yeah, I, I think every, I think America agrees with your sentiments about Harriet, Kathleen. We so. all loved her, and they just took her away from us, like stale bread at Panera, <laughs> and replaced her with uh, not even new bread. No. Some weird old, uh, other bread. Like a McDonald's Poorly bun. made yeah. bread. Like Subway bread. Yeah. So yeah, they replaced her with another actress who was, who was off-putting, to say the least. <laughs> and, uh, and what happens in this storyline is Carl um, gets in a little bit of hot water because it's discovered that he, the engagement ring that he gave Harriet was actually intended for another woman. The other Harriet. No, not the other. That's so. This is what's weird about right. this, guys. They pick the weirdest possible storyline to introduce new Harriet to us. They're referencing another girlfriend of Carl's the whole time. Oh, it's very purposeful. With Harriet there, but it's clearly not her. Right. You, you can't help but think like that's not Harriet the whole time. Yeah. So it's uh, totally purposeful, I think. Right. So Steve comes in and and Carl's like, uh, you know, watch out for Myra. Make sure you're really broken up with Myra because I had an old girlfriend once and uh, I actually gave, I was going to give her, I was going to propose to this woman. Her name was Georgia. And then I didn't. I proposed to Harriet instead. And Harriet walks in, new Harriet walks in um, and hears all this. And she's like, yeah, I know about your ex-girlfriend, Georgia. I hate that bitch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I also have a theory about this. The whole time we're talking about Georgia's the old girlfriend, Harriet's the new girlfriend and the ring was supposed to be for her. And it's really confusing. Do you think that we're in some sort of alternate reality at this point in Family Matters and new Harriet is, is actually Georgia, the old girlfriend who has, who has taken over Harriet's body and no one has noticed because we've entered a, an alternate timeline as oh, per wow. Stephen you think Georgia Hawking's. took Harriet's body? I don't know what I think. Because she looks like Georgia. Then. That's a very sci-fi uh, I think they call them skinwalkers. Is Wait, that a is thing? This a crossover with the show Sliders, which was also quite popular. Are, is she a slider? Are we talking about Battlestar Galactica again? Because like we to? can. Would you like to? <laughs> You're the harbinger of death. Oh Gareth my Race. god! Is the show with Archie Bunker? Yeah, that's the Archie Bunker one. Okay, good. So new Harriet is a what? Cylon. A Cylon. Okay. Uh, I said skinwalker. Is, skin, is a skinwalker a thing? Did I make that up? I think you made it up, but it works. Um, a skinwalker is not someone who takes over someone else's body. Within the BSG universe, yes. just so your terminology oh God, is we're on still point, talking about this. Uh, that would be a toaster. A toaster? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that show sounds stupid. <laughs> it's mostly about kitchen appliances. Yes. <laughs> is it? See, I've never seen it. Is it animated and it's just a bunch of kitchen appliances talking about how they're in space? It's actually a reimagining of the brave little toaster. Okay. Good. It's, I'm intrigued now. You sold me on it. I bet. I'm going to go Netflix. It. Is that okay. on Netflix? It is. It is. Oh, great. Yeah. It is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Harriet is a, is a toaster, I guess, at this point, we could mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole storyline. So the next scene, Carl, they're drinking wine. And, and Carl's like, I love you, new Harriet. <laughs> and she goes, I'm upset about this whole uh, ex-girlfriend situation. You're trying to 
give me her ring? What the hell is going on, Carl? And she's like upset with him. And she's like, tell me, tell me honestly, was this ring meant for another woman? And at this point, he should just lie because who cares? And who is this woman anyway? (laughs) Right. He's known her for an episode and a half. Yes, yes, at most. And he, but he doesn't lie because he's Carl Winslow. He's an upstanding citizen. So honorable. And a cop and a captain now. Mm -hmm. So he says, uh, yes, this was, this ring was intended for an ex-girlfriend, but I gave it to you instead, and I don't see why this would make you upset, so why don't you just chill out? Who is this woman? She gives him no respect. Actually, like she's been with him for 25 years. Right. She's been with him for an episode and a half. That ring was somebody else's. You mm-hmm. think it's even the same ring? I think that ring was old Harriet's ring, and she's now, they're so confused because they've entered this alternate timeline <laughs> that he's like, I used to have a girlfriend. I don't remember her name. Georgia? She looked like someone else, but you're Harriet, so I don't understand. You couldn't understand. have been Harriet if you right, were Harriet. Right. right, and then she she knows what's going on, so she's like, yeah, I'm upset with you because of Georgia. Wink, wink. I don't know. I'm just trying know. to make this episode interesting, which it was not. <laughs> but the most interesting thing about this episode was when... Uh, Iris tits. Well, no, that, I mean, that was a perk. Hey. hey. Uh. No. <laughs> when, when, uh, when Reginald Vell Johnson was trying to... My real name is Reginald Bell Johnson. To explain to Steve the whole situation, and Steve started dick thrusting toward Harriet because she was in the room. He's standing there, yeah, so just like cock stick fucking in her well, direction. Wait, 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 wait! Before you start using all that gross potty language, I've never heard of cock stick fucking. You've never heard of cock stick fucking, Kathleen? Someone doesn't get out much. Yeah, seriously. I guess they don't talk about that on Battlestar Galactica. They have other terminology things. What do they call cockstick fracking? What do they call cockstick fucking? You like Battlestar Galactica. Wait, they do call it that? No, he just know he knows the lingo. (laughs) There's a term on Battlestar Galactica cockstick fracking. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. I don't believe you at all. Um but, I'm so glad you made this podcast about Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> right. Can we do that next? You can do whatever you want. It's a free fucking country, Kathleen. This is a Family Matters you podcast. You know, these writers think they're real clever. Because this is their way of introducing new Harriet. They're just like, we're going to make this little side story about an old girlfriend. Yeah. And everyone's right. going to think we're so freaking clever. I think that they thought it would endear us to the new Harriet. Because at the end... Carl feels bad and he comes in in a tuxedo and he apologizes and he gives her a new ring. It's like he's apologizing to us, the viewers. Yes, it is exactly he's like that. He's proposing to us. He's saying, audience, please just take this ring and accept my sincere apology for replacing the beloved woman that you have grown to know. That's exactly word for word what he said, literally. Exactly. Uh, and I'm surprised you didn't point this out, but the ring is definitely a phallic symbol, right? Um, yes. The way it's circular, the way a penis is is has um has a circumference. Yes, it absolutely does. Yes. <laughs> you know what else does? A cock ring. Correct. Thanks, Rob, for You're taking welcome. it there. So, you th- do you think that was a a cock ring? Like, was yeah. it intended to be a cock ring? It was a cock ring meant for another man. Maybe Myra. He stole the cock ring. He's the one that should have been arrested because he stole Myra's cock ring and gave it to new Harriet. Carl, (laughs) we're taking you in for stealing Myra's cock ring and giving it to new Harriet. (laughs) Book him. Book him, Dano. 
Never mind. That was out of place. Um, you have the rights to that song? I absolutely don't. Okay. Although I have not been sued yet. And I did tweet at Hoobastank last episode. Uh, you did? Which was relevant at the time. Which one of that band do you think runs the Twitter handle? All of them. <laughs> Simultaneously? <laughs> yes. They all sit at the computer together every night and they go, let's check our tweets. You know what, Chris? I have a proposition yes. to get this important show out there. Which one? Family this, Matters? This one. The one, this podcast. Okay, yes. We need to get everyone listening because we present real life issues on these episodes we do. all the time. We do. And if only you would just like include cereal in some portion of the podcast and then like hashtag that. Hashtag cereal? Yeah. We would get so many fucking listeners. Right. We wouldn't know what to do with ourselves. Well, I don't know anything about the podcast serial other than that's the most popular thing of all time. And it's about some yeah. guy. It's Archie Bunker in that. Yeah. Archie, Bunker, Archie Bunker's in that too. Yeah. Okay. It's good. about someone that killed another person with a cock ring and the wrong person went to jail wow. because that person doesn't even use cock ring. All right. It was produced by Rob Reiner. <laughs> this that is relevant because we were just talking about cock I rings. Know. I had no idea cereal was so, that interesting. If you would just like. So when I post this podcast, hashtag I should say, listen to the new family chatters, hashtag cereal. And then mo- ev- the views will and listens will just become flooding in. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Carl apologizes to Harriet, which is like apologizing to us as the audience, as Kathleen pointed out. He gives her a new ring and all is uh, right with the world. So um, that's the episode. Sorry to say. That guys, I do have, like I said before, a hard out, oh, right. which means not that I'm getting a boner, but I do have to go water my lawn. I get it. We've had a drought here lately. I understand you have right. to go do that. I yeah. think it's actually raining right now, but I should go. There's water nothing my lawn. strange about you having a hard out and needing to release it mm-hmm. on your lawn. There's nothing it's strange defined, about defined that. Define water. You know what? <laughs> you guys need to stop reading into everything. Okay. Okay. Keep Isn't it to that family our matters. Job? Uh, yes. You're going to okay. come out of your personal hose? Guys, I have this guest <laughs> coming, Angelo D'Angelo, and he's not here yet. And it's making me nervous because he was supposed to Is be here. Is he going to have a raging boner? I don't know. I don't know. I I've might never met feel him. threatened by that. I've never met know, him. How do we know him? Why, like, why is he coming? He's a psychic medium. He reached out to you? Yes. Okay. He said, I love your podcast. Let me come on. I said, okay. You keep, and, you keep doing this with guests. They reach out to you. You don't do back backstory checks or anything. These guys just show up. I don't know. He seems, he seems legit. I have to go water my lawn. Right. I will be back. Okay. If he shows up, just uh, interview him. Okay. Fine. Okay, bye. Fine. He seriously has to go water his lawn? I know. I, I just feel like he needs to go whack off and come back and, I don't wow. know, rebound. Is, uh, any, is anyone here? Uh, excuse me. We're, we're in here. <sighs> we're in here. I'm here for the podcast. You're here? Oh. Okay. All, should I just, all right. I, should, I, should I, hello? Hi. Should I just sit here? Go ahead. Is this the pod? Is this the are podcast? You, are, you, are you Angelo D'Angelo? I would be him. Yes. Oh, Angelo, Abernathy, D'Angelo. That's okay. Yes. You're are, not who I expected, but okay. Who were you expecting? Who, who, who's the? Who are you? First of all. Oh. Who's the host? Who of this? are you? I'm the <laughs> guest, honey. Where's the host of this podcast? He's out bonering his lawn. I don't what know. What does that even He had mean? to step outside to water his lawn. It's raining. We're confused. We don't know. That is yeah. very... I will say that I am that Rob Hedden. Okay. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. No last name. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I don't need to know. Um, I'm a psychic medium. Does anyone care? I care a little bit. Okay, good. 
Angelo D'Angelo is my name. Uh-huh. We, we know that. Being a psychic medium is my game. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> you could say. Wow. Um, Did you practice that? Yes. Okay, great. You say, do you tell that to all of your... That's how I introduce myself everywhere I go. Oh. Okay. So what happens is I, I am not just your routine psychic medium uh-uh. who talks to dead people. That's boring. <laughs> I'd say Because so. they're dead. Because they're dead. Yeah. And also, I do not believe in an afterlife. Oh. I don't think anything happens after you die. I think you just go in the ground and that's it. You can't talk to actual dead people. That's just absurd. Okay, so what do you do? I talk to dead sitcom characters. Uh, they come to me. Uh, they appear to me. I didn't ask for this. This is a gift you have. This is a gift that this I have. How did you discover that you had this gift? Well, it's funny you asked that, Robert. Um, and thank you. That's nice that you assume my full name is Robert. Is it is not? It? What's your full name? Roberta. Your name is Roberta? My name is Roberta. That was my mother's name. It's Robert. You were right. All right, let's okay. move on. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah. So, what happened was I was, uh, I was not always a psychic medium. Go on. I, well, what happened was one time I was standing outside... Yeah. Minding my own GD business, and uh, no, stand for goddamn. It I does. We can but say I, that on this. Well, show. I don't. I don't like to swear. No, you don't need okay. to use vulgar. Vulgar. Vol- Volgart. Volgart. Voldemort. Voldemort. Would not like it. Speaking of dead sitcom, oh, he's not a sitcom <laughs> character. He's Voldemort just a dead is, character. is yes, only sitcoms. Only sitcoms. I can communicate with dead sitcom characters. So what happens is, I'm standing outside one day. This is about ten years ago, and uh, and how I, old are you? Oh, that's a great question. Let me answer it. 70. So you went 60 years without realizing you had this gift. Well, 60 ha- years, you're, you're approaching retirement, whatever career you had. The gift came and, to And him. it comes to you. I didn't have the gift always, Rob. What did you do before you were 60? Before I was 60, I was, I was younger. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, that's good. You lived a normal existence without... I did. I lived, I lived any... approximately 60 years, wow. and then I found this gift. And wow. let me explain... How that happened. I'd like to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, who's the regular host of this show, by the way? Because this is, you guys, I feel like I'm getting the third degree. <sighs> We're, Christopher McCarthy is a normal host. We are Ooh. doing the best we can here. Okay. We're really just guests on this show as well. Really? So. We're all guests together? Yeah. There's no host? We didn't even like, let no. you in. You just came in the house. He was. He's it, outside it, still. It's like a cat's away, mice will play situation. If that's, if that's what you want Let's to play. be. Let's play. All right. So here's my story. Waiting. I was just standing outside one day, approximately ten years ago, and uh, and I hear a voice, and the voice I, it's it's coming from right in front of my face, but there's nobody there, and I assume it was a tree because I, that was the only thing nearby, and I was like, okay, good, I could talk to trees now. Little did I know, Are you Pocahontas. No, because no, no, honey, because I cannot talk to trees. Okay. But you thought you could. I thought I could for a brief moment. Then I realized this is not a tree mm-hmm. talking to me. This is the ghost of Papuli from the episode of Fall House where Papuli died. Oh my God. And you know how I knew that? He said, Angelo, Angelo. He said it like this. Like all ghosty, yeah. He's very no, that makes sense. Well, he's a, he's, he's, he's a ghost. So uh, he said, Angelo. I am Papuli from the episode of Family Full House. <laughs> and it, he, was, he was confused because he's been deceased for a while. He was from the episode of Family Full House. Family Full House, yes. Okay. I Those am are, buying this hook, line, and yeah, sinker. Oh, you should. So, and I said, 
And you know what? I was skeptical. I was not right. buying it at first. And I said, you know what, Papuli? If it's really you, prove it. Prove to me that you are the ghost of Papuli. So you weren't scared or anything or freaked no, of out not. or thought you were going schizophrenic. You said prove not. it. Of course, yes. Okay. Uh, and he, oh, you know what he told me? What? My social security number. <gasps> he knew it. Why would Papuli know that? Because everybody knows dead sitcom characters are all knowing. And they, but he was from Greece. What if he was just trying to steal your social security number well, and he had already looked it up? That's actually a good point because you know what I found out after that? 70% of white collar crimes are committed by ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts of sitcom characters actually. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a real it's a problem. Shame. The collapse, the Wall Street collapse right. in 2008, that was John Ritter. It wasn't him, obviously, because he was dead, but it was his character from Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Preteen Daughter. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> like I was saying, uh-huh. John Ritter is responsible for the Wall Street collapse of 2008. Every, I mean, everybody knows this by now, right? Yes. That's common knowledge. Yeah. Um, I think there was a documentary that covered this. Yes, it was called Blackfish. Uh-huh. Um, so that was the f- that was my first interaction with a dead sitcom character. After that, I made more more contact, and it just it just kept coming to me. Um, uh, Dan Dan the husband from Roseanne, Dan Connor. <gasps> he turns out he was dead in the show. He talks to me sometimes. He just appears. What is um, he saying? Do you see them? Do, do, can you see them, or you no. just hear them? No, I just hear them. So it just sounds like John Goodman. Exactly like John Goodman. I, yes, I it's wish his... my subconscious sounded like John Goodman. Yes, you're not watching just like movies with John Goodman, and then you think he's talking no, to you. I would never. I hate him. You hate movies? I, well, I hate John Goodman movies for sure. <laughs> oh, oh man, very inappropriate. Wow. I don't like cursing. I, I don't know if I mentioned that. I don't like bad words. I'm sorry that he talks to you. He probably says all sorts of vulgar words. He well, he mostly just tells me my personal information back to me. Oh. Like he's he your wrote, social security number, yes, credit my, card numbers, credit, credit card numbers. Yes, including the security code on the back. Oh, nice. Um, obviously, that's helpful though. Like if you're checking out and he's you know what, it to you. it's weird. It is helpful sometimes because I'll be like somewhere and they'll say, "Sir, what is your credit card number?" And the security code on the back. It's like from ordering Chinese food or whatnot. Right, you do, you're doing it online. They have the same credit card. You got to type in the. That's very right. useful. So I go, oh, shoot, I forgot my credit card number. Guess who's there to remind me? Don Goodman. Absolutely. Dan Connor. Well, Dan, yes, Dan Connor. And very important distinction, Roberta, because <laughs> it's not John Goodman. No. John Goodman's actually still alive. Right. His character. Dan Connor, not so much. No, he's much, much, much deader than John Goodman. Other people <laughs> I could talk to, um, Chico from Chico and the Man. Coach, the bartender from Cheers, not Coach from Coach. He, coach he's he alive. Die, he's right. alive. In the show. Uh, let's see. Who else? Harriet Winslow. Let's I'm see. Sorry. Who, I'm, so, oh, I'm sorry. Wait. What? What? Let's take a she step didn't back, please. Die. What? <laughs> Harriet Winslow did not die on the show. Oh, really? Have you gotten to Family Matters uh, Season 9, Episodes uh, 16 yet? 15? 16? Yeah, we are. We, yeah, I think yeah, so. We, oh, we are then there, you know yeah. about New Harriet. Yeah, we oh, do. Oh, so you're saying because the. I'm sorry. Old We're talking characters. Had, yes. Old Harriet was murdered. <gasps> no. They didn't go into it on the show, but I know Who the truth. Who murdered her? Well, that's a great question. I've been trying to get to the bottom of it for she's years. Not that's why I came you. on this podcast. I yeah. hope I was hoping the host of this show would have some information about it, but of course he's not here. Wait, you've been trying to get to the bottom of it? Couldn't you just ask Harriet? 
Well, I. <laughs> no, she, I all she does have, is yes. repeat her, his social security right. number. That's and all his they do is they repeat personal information, but you can't. There's no dialogue. Yes, no. I've tried to ask him many times. She goes, Angelo. <laughs> Angelo D'Angelo and I say yes she goes oh hey it's Harriet Winslow and I said oh hi she goes I was murdered and I said well who did it she goes your social is and she just tells me my (gasps) freaking social security number again and I'm like I know this already Papuli's been telling me for 10 years what my social is I have it memorized now so you guys don't know who killed Harriet Winslow? Is that what you're telling me? I came we, we all this. I came know. all I mean, this GD way. I just assumed she quit the show because it fucking sucks so much. Well, I again, I hate. I'm a deeply religious man. Okay, and I don't appreciate. You're a man. Uh, excuse, uh, excuse you. Oh, oh of course I, I'm a man. I, Angelo D'Angelo, Angelo Abernathy D'Angelo is not a man. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I am a man. I'm sorry. I could prove it. Would you like to see my pecker? No. I would. Ah, shit. I was, call, I was calling you bluff. Um, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> what does this do? Please don't touch this computer. Oh, my goodness. So you claim to be a psychic medium. Yes. What other sitcom psychic characters have you talked to? And have any given you any relevant information? Well, I mean, I'm only, I'm only actually allowed to talk to... Allowed? Dead sitcom. Yes. There's, there's very specific rules right. when you're a psychic medium. You know, you can't just talk to anybody. Oh, okay. So the gift is very specific. You get yes. a card. It tells yes. you the guidelines. Yes. Got it. Okay. Yes, of course. And the card was given to me by Papuli on that first day. Um, what happened was I'm only allowed to talk to um, the, the sitcom characters who made BuzzFeed's top nine sitcom character deaths of uh, all time. Number four will shock you. What's number four? Dad Connor from Roseanne. Oh, that's shocking. <laughs> it's pretty shocking, wasn't it? Well, yeah. you didn't know the whole time that he was dead, and then you find out the last episode he was dead. Yeah. I think I consider that shocking. So to answer your question, what was your question? Who else can you talk to? Well, certainly Dan Connor. Right, we've been over that. Papuli. Yeah, we got Papuli. Anybody else? Chico from Chico and the Man. Right, we talked about that. Do they all read you? Do they always read you the same thing? Like, so Harriet reads you your uh, social security number and Papuli reads you your social security number. What does Chico and the no, Man they don't tell read you? it. They sing it. Oh, they sing yeah, it. They're, they're constantly singing. So me. how does Papuli sing your social security number? He Well, that's a tricky question because you're trying to get me to answer with my social security number and that's a I'm not going to do that. That's a recipe for fucking identity theft. Can you wow. give us the tune? Yes. <clears throat> my name is Papuli and I'm here to say that your number is 7788. I love to <laughs> sing all about your social numbers. Here's my song and I'm out, bro. So he says 7788 and that's your whole, that's it? Well, you're I don't more think that's actually your, yes. your you social tri- security number. You tricked number. me. That was, that was actually my real social security number. It's that short? Yes. Well, How I old am. are you? I'm 70 years old. Martian years. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Martian years are actually longer. So are I, you an alien? Excuse me? Are you a skin job? I'm a, 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 excuse <laughs> you. A skin job? That sounds very I, you know, dirty. This is getting weirder and weirder. And I really need to know where Chris is. Chris who? Did you do something to Chris? Did you murder Chris? Chris went outside. You come in. What does this do? Did you? <laughs> that is so Please funny. Don't touch that. Did don't you touch sneak that. up on him while he was watering the lawn with his penis? I, 
First of all, he was not watering the lawn with his penis. What was he doing? If you saw him, why didn't you talk to him? I, I was outside waiting to come in to be the guest on the show. And then I saw him watering the lawn with a watering can, <gasps> which is not his, not his cock. But, um, <laughs> just for clarifying that a watering can is not a penis, but go yes. on, please. And then I just briefly inhabited his body and came in here and talked to you. <gasps> I thought you looked oh like him. God. Oh my god! Am I not supposed Angelo to do D'Angelo. that? Angelo, yes. No, what? you're not supposed to do that. I'm gonna put it back. Can you can you fix it? Of course. I and you, uh, next thing you know, he'll be out there watering the lawn again with a watering can. You are a skinwalker. Uh, yeah, yes, I am a skinwalker. Yes, of course I am. God damn it! Just like Harriet too. Why are you here? Who are, are you? A demon? Excuse you. No, are not you, excuse me. Excuse you. Are you a demon. a demon from the bowels of hell? No, that would... Well, I don't believe in an afterlife. I already said that. I also said I was a deeply religious man. And what you haven't guessed is that I'm a Scientologist. Oh, oh no. God, the worst kind. Oh, no. The worst kind of what? Person. This is going to be impossible I to get rid of. I figured oh, no. I would stop by. Is this to spread the gospel? Have you read Dianetics? No. No? no. no. Not yet. Well, no. And I never it. will. I recommend. Well, don't yeah. listen to him, Rob. Don't thing. listen. I don't know. He has some pretty good talking oh, points. God. Yes. And no. I have you read it was really compelling. No. Re- Rob Robert Robert Robert? Uh Robert. Okay. <laughs> I could tell you have stress levels that are off the charts. I do. Oh man. Have you checked when was the last time you had your thetan levels checked? I'm just asking. Never, honestly, never. Never? Maybe when I came out of the womb, I don't know. You are in luck, my friend, because right now I can provide to you, Kathleen, and I could do the same for you. No! You seem very stressed right now. I am not interested. I don't get what's so weird about me coming over as a skinwalker, inhabiting the host of this podcast body, and coming in here trying to convert you to be Scientologists. Oh, no, there's nothing strange about that. It's almost like you found a bunch of golden tablets in the backyard, and you brought them here, and you're telling us all how to live our lives, and that we can... You sound crazy. Yeah. Be quiet. Let the man talk. Okay, sorry. Thank you, Robert. (laughs) Robert. Um, I hope you will all follow me on my journey. Which is to the Church of Scientology, and we're leaving right now. Oh, oh I can't go. Is there a bus outside? Yes, of course there's a bus outside. Oh, shit. I will look forward to seeing you all at the next Scientology meeting. Just tell them. Which is happening. Yes. Just say yes. Hold on. Just say yes. Well, no, let it me give my email away. first. No. Yes, please get, uh, hand over your pertinent oh, details. No. That includes yep. email, social. All right, social. let me write down my social security number. Thank you. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you, Robert. And uh, I will see you all next Tuesday night at the uh, Veterans Hall, (laughs) which is where all Scientology meetings happen. Yeah, this is our life now. Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh, shit. So anyway, guys, um, I have to get to... Chris, Chris, we're Scientologists. Angelo. Chris, Chris. 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 Guess what? What? We're Scientologists now. What? Yeah. Angelo D'Angelo was just here. I haven't even gotten to him. No, yet. he was just he's here. Been here this whole time. He showed us his power to take over your body, and it and, was really um, convincing. Okay. Yeah, and the fact that he could talk to dead sitcom characters. Yeah. Was, whew, I'll tell I, you, you guys sound crazy because we were just sitting here. We just finished talking about uh, this episode of Family Matters, and then I was going to get to Angelo, who hasn't he hadn't show, even showed up yet. I was going to go look for him. Did you? You? I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about, and this is very off-putting. Uh, I may never have well, you guys on as guests again. Well, maybe don't go outside and jerk off forever, and we won't have to convert to Scientology. But that happened, so deal with it. Very strange. 
but I guess I can't stop you from being Scientologists, uh, even though I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, so you're saying I should not, the guest isn't here anyway, so I, I don't even have a choice. I'll just we'll, skip we'll, it. We'll play it back for you. It's fine. It's okay. all recorded. Sure it is. Uh, I want to thank my guests for being here. Kathleen Harrington. You're welcome. Okay. She seems upset with me. And Rob Hedden. Everyone, please read Dianetics. Wow. You guys are fucking weird. L. Ron Hubbard is my hero. <laughs> you should read his early work. It's okay. Really enough of that. so inspiring. Need, relax. Okay. I need a catchphrase and then we'll end the show and we can talk offline about your weird Scientology thing. Here comes the catchphrase. It's not weird. It's okay. very real. Is that your catchphrase? What's the catch? Did somebody give me a catchphrase? Oh, okay. Um, I don't know, Rob. You, you, I'm just like, I'm really, I don't even want to be here anymore. I just want to get on that bus and go to California. And All right. So the catchphrase will be, move that bus. It works for Scientology and it works for uh, Home Makeover. No idea what you're talking about. Move that bus. Tom Cruise's penis. <laughs>